Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Live from your tech bro ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. It's yet another Manic Monday edition of Business Pants joined by analyst Hall Matt Muscardi. Yeah. I am unbelievably exhausted already. In today's protected CEO class called November 20th, 2023, the Sam Altman Show featuring Satya Nadella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty here? sure this is... This might be the Satya Nadella show featuring Sam Altman. Our show today is being sponsored by FreeFlow Analytics, the only ESG data platform to measure real board influence. I mean, it does other stuff, but that's it what does a lot it of other stuff. Yeah. It, it, it puts the people back in the market. The people that's back what I like that it does. All right, Matt, let's like. just get to it. Let's stop, let's yeah, stop joking around. Wait, you have a preamble here because well, no, something... no, but the preamble is actually a bridge. It's, it builds All right, into the so story. So bridge me, bridge me. Let's do it. You know how there are, I, I've never actually had one of these. I've seen them on TV, but they have these these big progressive tasting menus that cost like $25,000 at these fancy restaurants that people buy. I, I'm going to say yes, but this seems like uh, unicorns and fairies to me. So sure. our show today is a truncated version of that tasting menu. So, so it, oh. it, it all tastes like tech bro shoe leather. <laughs> But it's That's but it's building to something. So so just bear with me here. The 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 headline that truly dope slapped me this morning was this one, and it and again it leads to the bigger story, and that is that leads Bill the Altman, yeah. Bill Ackman is defending Elon Musk amid the ex owner's anti semitism controversy. Oh right, and, and finally, <laughs> someone's defending Elon. And I just wanted finally. to cover this because I think that the the mania of this story, Matt, will help kind of like it's like a it's a palate cleanser for the for the main story of the day, which is the <laughs> ousting of OpenAI CEO Sam Altman. So let me. Let me try to do this, okay? Okay. I don't like this palate cleanser. So Ackman, this is <laughs> this is just unbelievable. Bill Ackman, who's waged a personal campaign on social media against people he perceives as anti-Semites, wrote on X that Musk is, quote, not an anti-Semite. Aww. Okay. Has he read anything Elon Musk has said? He says, it is remarkable how quickly the world stands ready to attack Musk for his shoot-from-the-hip commentary. Musk is not perfect, but the world is a vastly better place because of him. Oh, but not the 19-year-old Harvard students who may also go on to change the world, but are now doxxed and throwing well, up in Harvard saying, Yard. Because he's not of, saying it's remarkable how quickly that he stands ready to attack the students for, uh, from their shoot from the hip company. <laughs> no, okay, no, but, no, no, no. Now, ready, Matt, just to make this all the more bizarre. Okay. In his defense of Musk, Ackman reposted a video from conservative political pundit Ben Shapiro, who said... Musk was unjustly being labeled as some sort of crypto Nazi. So you see, Matt, how this works. The tech bro, a Jew said it. A tech bro used a, 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 a basically a, a Nazi supporting white supremacist type to defend Musk from not being uh, okay. I no, know this is a ben, little bit much. Ben Shapiro yeah. is is Jewish, right? And he is open. I, I guess in the same way like, that Jesus Christ is Jewish. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, the same I think way that Jews really, for Jesus are Jewish. I don't know what we're talking really about. Like, it's really like posting um, a video of a gay person saying that Republicans don't hate gay people or, as uh, they make policies that Caitlyn hate Jenner. gay people. Tr- trans uh, celeb Caitlyn Jenner, who is notoriously against all trans rights. Exactly, yes. exactly. So, so you no, use um, her... We as just your got model. the one that's you can just repost <laughs> okay. that thing. So that's the background of this crazy map because believe me, I'm I'm trying yeah, to make a bridge here. I'm trying this, to create yeah, a bridge. Put this together because I'm lost. Because here's the uncomfortable bridge is that let's not forget that Elon Musk was one of the first two directors at OpenAI. He was not one of that's the co-founders. True. Nobody talks about how he is OpenAI, and he said. Yeah. That the public needs to know why OpenAI fired Sam Altman, right? Uh, okay. Okay. He, he says lots of stuff. He said that open AI, He said that OpenAI was created as an open source, which is why I named it OpenAI, a nonprofit company to serve mm-hmm. as a counterweight to Google, but now okay. it has become a closed source, maximum profit company, effectively controlled by Microsoft. Not what I intended at all. So that's the bridge to our main story at OpenEye. Matt, I hate to tell you, but oh, I can't speak for you, but Elon Musk might be on my side for something. I might be agreeing oh, with Elon for once. Maybe. I maybe. mean, that might, like, I, I maybe. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's go to the main story. I'll, I'm going to give you the, a quick timeline, and then, Matt, you can jump in and do all kinds of your crazy dancing. I, I, I don't want, yeah, I have lots of thoughts and no thoughts. Here's I don't a, know how to handle this. Here's a quick timeline for people who have an actual life and pay attention to their, you know, raking their leaves or their families <laughs> or whatever. On Friday, and this is, again, Matt, this is a little uncomfortable for us because unfortunately, OpenAI is not in our database because it's not a publicly traded company, so we're not actually, we've never it's been able to scrutinize even, it properly. A, it's not even a for-profit company, no, technically. So this is And that's where yeah, this story starts. But let me give yeah. you a quick timeline. OpenAI board on Friday fires CEO Sam Altman, which also yeah. owned the co-founders. Although there are many co-founders of this company, so it's not like they just fired the founder. And then uh, uh, President Greg Brockman, another co-founder, I believe, quits uh, after being removed from the board. So the four, so the four directors fired CEO Sam Altman as CEO and from the board, and they also removed Greg Brockman from the board. Okay, Altman's gone, Brockman quit. They named Mira Marati as interim CEO. And then on the weekend, everything went crazy. So the stories went back and forth in the business news um, that the board immediately regretted this because investors were angry. They tried to get Sam Altman to come back. Right. I mean, that was the that was the tone. And I don't know that any of that is really true other than the fact other than the investors being angry. I think that part is true. Investors meaning maybe Microsoft. I don't know. We definitely know that the investors are angry and we definitely know that the employees are angry. We don't know. We don't know like whether or not the board deeply regretted it as a board or what like whether or not Altman was invited back to negotiate a return within the 24 hours of being gone or all possible. We don't all know possible. that. So, so yeah, nobody knows really. So as of Sunday, there were reports that he's back in the, he's back in the building. He's, as Matt was saying, he's potentially negotiating his return on Monday. We learned that all that has been blown up because the deep pockets, uh, CEO of Microsoft known as Satya Nadella came in and essentially blew up open AI by hiring 
Sam Altman and Greg Brockman to essentially start a, 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 an AI subsidiary. I don't know what you would call it at Microsoft using the OpenIA Brain Trust, and uh, and then the interim CEO of OpenAI had a tw- did she tweet? What did she do? That she did she had an announcement supporting Sam Altman, and then the board fired her and replaced her with a second interim CEO. And that is, um, of all things, the former CEO of Twitch, Emmett Shear. He is. In, yeah. I mean, my yeah. head is spinning with tech bro nonsense. Like, I am so like we've overwhelmed. Had two interim CEOs in 48 hours. Yeah. We've had um, the face of AI um, in Sam Altman go from Fired to renegotiating potentially Maybe. to hired by the 49% owner yeah. of OpenAI and, and Microsoft. And, and that's where this gets tricky. So here's what I think. Yeah. I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm going to give you my immediate Well, you think there's a lead? Thought. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know what it is, even if I was going to bury it. Um, in this governance gasm that is the open maw of the OpenAI apocalypse, whatever this thing is, I think it's actually the greatest acquisition of all time. I think. Okay. But which part of it? The original Microsoft investment into OpenAI or what's happening now? Well, the original Microsoft investment was a positioning investment. They wanted full access and licensing with the the architecture. And that was like a long-term play. They spent Mm -hmm. $10 billion to basically buy 49% of OpenAI, which is controlled by a nonprofit. And that's the the important part here because I think what everybody misunderstands is that the, the the board didn't rise up in some crazy fit of power and remove its CEO. The board's mandate was to protect the nonprofit status, right. the nonprofit, the the vision of OpenAI as as being something that was not going to destroy humanity by by scaling up, by focusing on growth, by focusing on greed. That was all it really had to do. It had to preserve that part nature. of the charter. So it was yep. doing its job by firing Sam Altman. So, and this is the, this is where I wanted, I really wanted, I'm going to open like out my bias here. I really wanted, as I'm like doing a deep dive on Saturday and Sunday into all the people involved, because that's what we do. We look at all the people Mm -hmm. involved. I really wanted to find out that they were all like, like tech bro interconnected. Like it was all this big plan to like take open AI from a nonprofit and turn it into a for-profit. They outed, you know, they oust Sam Altman because he was in the way of that. Like I, I, that was the narrative I thought going in. Mm -hmm. And the more I dug and the more I looked, I actually think this is governance functioning as it should, as in the charter of the organization was a, a nonprofit charter to do no harm, AI, safety, guardrails on humanity, all that stuff. I actually think that's what it was. In fact, one of the co-founders is quoted as saying, um, uh, what, how did he phrase it? He said, um, uh, or the quote was, um, uh, Mr. Sutskever, who's mm-hmm. one of the co Ilias Ilya Yeah, He's the chief scientist officer, whatever, chief scientist at OpenAI was worried that Mr. Altman was too focused on building OpenAI's business while not paying enough attention to the dangers of AI. So yeah. literally, they're saying in the boardroom, we are going way out on the profit maximization yes. end and not nearly paying enough attention to the potential safety implications of this. Which, I mean, that feels good. 
Like, right. it feels good to know there might be an adult in the room somewhere. The New York Times reported that Seskiver, I know we're both butchering his name. This is the this is the key person I think here involved. He's a remember he's a co-founder. He's a board member, uh, and according to many reports, he played the key role in getting rid of Sam Altman. The New York Times is reporting that he created a super alignment team within the company before Altman was fired to ensure that future versions of GPT four, the technology behind ChatGPT, would not be harmful to humanity. Correct. Right. Um, so again, so so as as Altman was out there trying to like maximize the the for profit part of this, uh, he it sounds like he stepped in to kind of take control. And, and and my guess is that this didn't happen overnight. And and this is where the business news is always full of shit. First of all, their their outrage about this, I'll talk about in a few seconds. But my guess is that there were several thousand conversations between Ilya and Sam being like, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is yeah, I'm sure. not it what we're intended be, right? for. This didn't happen right? suddenly. It, I yeah. mean, come on. It wasn't like yesterday they went off. The, they, they were like, you just went off the cliff. It doesn't happen like that. No, in fact, um, there were reports that, that Ilya burnt an, an effigy representing uh, at a company meeting, burnt an effigy of what, what was meant to represent, uh, AI becoming a, like a greedy for profit world killer, essentially. So this this <laughs> okay. has been in the works. It worked, and and, and yeah. ostensibly there were employees at that effigy burning where Ilya was trying to preserve humanity who were supporting that at the time, despite yeah. the fact now that they're all crying and want to go work for Microsoft. So so here is why my I, point is that this did not just suddenly happen. It not only did well, so th- it was clearly building to this, but now. This is why I think Satya Nadella Uh-oh. and Reed Hoffman, who's oh on the board of Microsoft, um, and, and you I'm mentioned gonna, Reed Hoffman because he was a, he's a he was a, a an investor and funder, board member at OpenAI, the AI. original funder with Musk right. in the creation of OpenAI. So, mm-hmm. and he is an outspoken like AI evangelist, right? Mm-hmm. So, but this is why I think basically Satya is playing. You know, remember that hologram board game that they played, uh, you know, in not. the Millennium Falcon in Star Wars. Uh, like vaguely Sacha's playing like that hologram board game like and everybody else chess. is like, and everybody else is like spinning a hoop outside in the 14th century. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's, that's where I would that, be. I'd that's be the, the level. <laughs> that's the difference in like gamesmanship. Maybe because well, maybe here's what I think. Yeah. He, they managed to get access to all of the IP. They own 49% of the company. They have license agreements. They've already built it into, you know, their Bing, you know, uh, pointlessness. Um, And it's in Azure. They've got it going into, you know, Microsoft Word and Excel and all all of their applications, whatever. It's going to be embedded in the OS, you know, in the next year or two, right? Mm -hmm. Fully embedded. They've already got that going on. They spent $10 billion to basically get that. You know, to get 49% of, the, of a fake company, a nonprofit company, and get access to all that. But then the board does them the favor of worrying about humanity, firing their leader mm-hmm. and their president, two co-founders. And then every employee does Microsoft the um, the great boon of saying we follow Sam effectively. In mm-hmm. fact, trending on Twitter is uh-huh. OpenAI is nothing without its people. Uh-huh. And well, five hundred of the seven hundred yeah. employees signed a letter yeah. saying the board should immediately resign because of this. Yeah. 
all of this is happening. In fact, they have and- a. I read the letter, Matt. That it's basically a big threat saying we're going to go to Microsoft. Yes. Uh, again, yeah. and let's remind everyone that OpenAI was created as a non-for-profit. So they yes. they signed Musk up for is this correct. intentionally, knowingly signed up for this, and now are threatening of all places to go to trillion-dollar cap company Microsoft. But but here's Matt. Here's the part that made me laugh because we are a company about people. Is that one of their demands? They're, again, they're going to resign. I like that they have a list of demands. They're going to resign unless they immediately reinstate Sam Altman and Greg Brockman, and they want, of all things, they want two new two new lead independent directors. I don't think they understand the phrase "lead independent director." <laughs> right? Yeah, there's only one at a time. That's how that the, works. One of the people they want, <laughs> of all people, is is former co CEO of Salesforce, former chair of Twitter. And Stanford, you know, bro, tech boy, Brett Taylor. That they want <laughs> Brett Taylor is supposed to come in and, and save the, the. I mean, what do they think they're preserving though? Do they have they I don't read? Know what this have they is. read the bylaws of what OpenAI is supposed to be? Do they know what OpenAI is? But this is this is Satya's great coup. He I bought guess. the entire OpenAI team for ten billion dollars and some. Donuts at a in, in the coffee room, right? Yes. Like, so th- this is what I think. This happened is amazing. I think them. what happened was that that Sa- that Sam convinced Ilya. You know, Sam is a is a fast talking CEO, author- authoritarian type. He's a tech bro. He's Stanford dropout, right? He's that kind of guy. I think what happened was he talked Ilya into letting Microsoft invest because it'd be it'd be good for the future of uh of OpenAI. It would preserve their 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 hollowed non-for-profit status. It's the right thing to do. I think Ilya, you know, got bowed over, bowled over by this, agreed to it, and then and then realized like later that this is what was happening, Matt. You're right. It was that it was that it was a coup by Microsoft to take over this company. And I think Ilya did the only thing he really could do was fire Sam Altman because again it's not what OpenAI was intended to be. And now the whole company is kind of paying for this. Can I tell you one other thing, Matt? Yeah, because what I think the true heart of all this is, is basically something that we have been talking about here and that other shows in the political space also talk about. Um, we talk about it in the it's the same thing, but we talk about it in different ways. Uh, the thing that, that strikes me is that our culture is becoming more and more obsessed with authoritarian rule, right? Like we are fetishizing authoritarian rule, whether it's, you know, like the, the Mark this Zuckerberg keeps coming up. Yeah. Whether it's Mark Zuckerberg, whether it's Elon Musk, whether it's the you know the duopoly at Google, or whether it's Donald Trump, let's not forget that the country has has coalesced around hating Joe Biden essentially because he is the ultimate um, small D Democrat, right? He leads by a team. He leads by you know because as an elected official, as a bureaucrat. And our country is obsessed with Donald Trump because he wants to be an authoritarian ruler. And this is what's happening here, Matt, is that nobody, certainly not the employees, certainly not the, the people on Twitter, certainly not the business news, everybody, everybody failed to grasp that what the board was doing at OpenAI made perfect sense. Instead, actually, instead they rushed true. in to cry and lament over the fact that another one of its tech founder bros was fired, and that can't be in our society, Matt, because these is this is a protected class of people. We can't, we should not be able to. The board should not be able to provide oversight 
over a seat. They shouldn't be able to fire them. That was the takeaway. And we should say who's on this board because that's actually an important point, I'm right? tired of talking. The, well, this board is not uh, like it, it. it is not a bunch of like VC founder tech bro types. There is Adam D'Angelo, who is the CEO and founder of Quora. He's mm. the one tech bro. He, okay. he his, the read on him is is pretty pure tech is bro. Quora went to a real thing? Exeter I went to uh, spam. Uh, what's that? Is Quora a real company? I always thought it was like a spammy <laughs> question and answering weird. Thing. It is a question and answer thing, but now they're big on AI to do question and answers. Oh, In fact, I think his incentives were OpenAI is now a competitor to what we've been building at Quora. So, like, I actually think he has an incentive to not blow it up, but like not actually have it function as well because mm-hmm. he 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 co-built you know how mark zuckerberg built like a music player before he did facebook okay he co-built it with zuck oh. he was the cto at, of facebook at harvard um he, it was it was in high school it was in high school okay, high school. okay, okay. um oh and it was phillips but, exeter right exactly that's where but zuck all went. of his backers all of his mm-hmm. funders for quora include benchmark capital who is ebay twitter uber they're part of like the paypal mafia types mm-hmm. and tiger global who funded sbf they were oh, the big one of the biggest funders of sbf so, so it, it sounds like he's, he's aligned to connect to this world but it sounds like he's aligned with the the musk thought here which is that uh, th- that sam was go- running counter to what the true nature of open AI is supposed to be but d'angelo voted out altman which means he might have been voting for individual incentive right like it's quora or, versus or, open ai or he was doing his job on the board or he's he, doing his job because well, again, i like to think the worst of everybody so because the important part of this board once again is that that the non-for-profit part uh, of OpenAI controls the for-profit part, and its yes. mandate on the board is to preserve that above everything else. And again, that board obviously thought that Sam Altman was destroying that mandate. But here are the other two. So we know Ilya voted out Altman. Here are the other. But it must two. have been a four-to-two vote, right? It had. To it be. was four-to-two. We right. know D'Angelo voted out Altman, and we know these other two voted out. All the outsiders voted Altman out, which mm-hmm. su- suggests that. Even if they had individual incentives that were not aligned with, you know, having Altman there, they all did their duty in as much as if he's profit maximizing. And there's good reason to think he was because I read the transcript from what, 10 days ago, Altman was on stage with Satya Nadella 10 days ago at the mm-hmm. Microsoft Ignite conference. Okay. It's like their version of the Apple conference where they show all their new shit and everyone like loses their minds. The it gets a, a harsh it, analogy. Yeah. But but in the transcript, Altman comes out first as the keynote mm-hmm. and basically talks about all the products that they're building, like products that they're building. Right. And how they're they they're they are offering this new like GPT four turbo and <laughs> yeah. everything's about like I mean like uh No, I know, you know Matt, because this this open source company that's supposedly not for profit. I, I went in there this morning because you asked me to try to generate an image based on some keywords. And I couldn't even do it because I got I got hit by all these product walls yeah, telling me I needed to buy tokens. I needed to do this. I was like, "What the yeah. hell is this company anymore?" I mean, it's, but he he talked for a long time 
about all of the models and all these product builds. And then Satya comes on and they're like, you know, they're, they're being like, awesome. I can't wait to see this. This is amazing. These are great examples of what we can do together. And Uh basically he sounded like he was already inside of Microsoft building Microsoft products that they can sell. Right. That's what it sounded like. Because again, because as the minority shareholder at, you said 49%? They had 49%. Yeah, 49%. Microsoft essentially was controlling Sam Altman. And, and I think that's clearly why Ilya was pushing back, right? But I think he gets off stage and he shows up at like, gets a call from the board and he shows up and he's talking to the board and they're all like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you pitching our products at a Microsoft conference, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing now? Are we just selling products? Is this products, conjecture? Is this we, your conjecture? Or you this know is this? my conjecture. Okay, I'm guessing. Right. I'm guessing yeah, he no, like gets right. off stage. They call him up. They're like, are we a nonprofit with a mission to protect humanity well, and yes, build they responsible are. AR they are, I, AI? Or are you selling products at a Microsoft conference? Yeah. And what, this is why which I, one is real? This is why I cry bullshit about how the business news uh, covers everything because there's they, they made it seem like it was a sudden coup in the middle of the night. But the, <laughs> but Matt, I absolutely agree that this conversation uh, pro- that probably happened after that Microsoft conference. But I bet you that conversations have been happening for the last eighteen months. So here are the other board members that vote, like are part of this conversation. Okay. Helen Toner, okay, she's an she? academic. She's a thirty-year-old. Um, she's an <laughs> academic. She's yeah. studying safety of emerging technologies. Oh, that's she, good. she's like the that. director of foundational research grants for the Georgetown Center of Security and, and Emerging Technology, which seems here, okay. Her, here, well, here's of course they all have conflicts, right? Because mm-hmm. this this program is funded by grants from Open Philanthropy, the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, Noble Reach Foundation, the Musk Foundation, right? Patrick McGovern Foundation, Public Interest Technology University. So that's Hewlett is big tech. The grandkids run it now. He's old school big tech. Noble Reach is funded by the CIA. Okay. It's a CIA run program. Sure, Musk. Yeah. Another old tech bro and a university uh, but, network. But again, this doesn't surprise me, Matt. I mean, this again, if we where uh, where I'm aligned with Musk here is to, that I would be against uh, Sam Altman. I'd be with Helen Toner. You know what but I mean? But here like, is your. But this gets to your theory that yeah. like seven authoritarians really run the world because all of the funders of these are like Dustin Mo- Dustin Moskowitz, one of the co-founders of Facebook, mm-hmm. is founded this group mm-hmm. like and she worked for him before basically she's big ngo but she's 30 years old and her whole career has been like studying how this goes wrong right so yeah. that's pretty good she's person even, to have on this board but she's not even a true academic right she only has a bachelor's she doesn't she, that's as far no, as she she's went. worked in academics okay. right like she's worked with academics she's all the new university networks and like she's worked around these things. i mean the the other obvious takeaway she's not, here she's not a tech bro that's the point the, the the other problematic takeaway here, of course, is that that entities like big tech and the the billionaires that control them, they have they have the ability to take risk everywhere. I mean, there's no risk, right? But they can invest in basically everything without any risk, right? And 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 this is part of the problem. Am I wrong? I I don't think you're wrong. No, they can, of course. I mean, that's the way it's set up. 
Right. So they can dump a bunch a bunch of money into something called open AI and they can see where it goes and they can control it from the sidelines and but no other entities can kind of regulators can't get any control over this. Other entities can't really get involved because they don't have the capital. Uh, it's yeah, it's go, All right, go ahead. So so I'm losing my train of thought here because we have 400 pages of notes and we're trying to wrap up uh, a bizarre story. So go ahead. So yeah, we'll wrap this up by just by looking at the last person here, who is Tasha McCauley. Mm-hmm. She's a founder, no, she's the CEO of a group called Geosim Systems. Mm-hmm. But what she's really known as is the wife of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the actor. Oh, right? like okay. that's that's people people know her as that. Okay. Her dad is the chair of the board of Geosim Systems. Oh. She's not the founder. The founder, one of the founders is a guy named Chris Weisinger, who was the CEO and founder of Geosim, but now he's a strategic did, advisor to Geosim. How did so she end up? On she this basically board? is is not, I don't understand what this is, except like she does, she's an engineer. I think she has a basic interest in this. It's like sort of family-ish, firmish, but she's not a, really. She's rep- a, she's a proxy for somebody, right? She's on the board as a proxy. I glass cliffy CEO. Who knows? I don't know yeah. what this is, but the, but there but there's no big um, you know uh, Silicon Valley investors in in the company. It just seems like one of those things where like you know they have some money as a family and decided to build this cool thing. And she's an engineer. And I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I, well, I can't find any information on her. How do you, how does she get on the board well, Matt, of potentially the most impactful AI company? I have no idea. Maybe this speaks to an, a yet another problem when we are trying to solve here at free flow is that, that the culture society in general has, has dropped the, the, the pretension that, that boards do a thing anymore, right? They don't, they don't think of these boards. These boards. They don't think of them the as rubber stamp machines. Yeah, that they they don't to need be. to be comprised of people who ha- who have the ability to provide oversight and to have a backbone and have, have you know are, have the right skills and experiences to counteract people like Sam Altman. They think that they're just there to hang out and to rubber stamp and to go to the parties and 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 we see this across the board at. at Almost all S and P five hundred companies. So maybe this is speaking to a different problem, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's probably the key. They do not expect to hire. These are people who are actually look like two of the three look like actual outsiders. Like there's some connective tissue, but they're not embedded in the Silicon Valley VC world. One was, and but what it appears to be. Is they got three people who are relatively thoughtful about the very ne- the, the the specific mission of this nonprofit, who, regardless of the fact that they don't have juice in this industry, they sat down and said, "Well, this we're doing this wrong." Like, and you're doing this wrong, and they must have had this conversation over months, if not years, of what it means to do this right, and they get to a point where um, there's the in. This is where they end up being short-sighted. This is where they can't anticipate the ripple effect. Mm-hmm. They do the right thing and this don't gonna, realize gonna, this is going to get to yeah. Don't don't realize that everybody else not only expects them to do the wrong thing, but hates that they did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, including yeah. the fucking employees who are quitting in droves yeah. to go profit maximize themselves. They joined a, a nonprofit company with a specific mission, and they mm-hmm. must have known that mission. Of and course. they immediately, the minute they get an opportunity, 
to I go was, somewhere else and make money. They're I'm gone. guessing it was the first thing they would talk about at parties. It was their differentiator. Like, oh, yeah, you think I'm an asshole working at a big tech company? Actually, I, I work for a non-for-profit, OpenAI. Have you heard of it? <laughs> okay, here's the t- here, let's, let's, let's try to wrap this up somehow uh, uh, with this. Is that, yes, uh, it, it does appear as of Monday morning to be one of the few instances we've seen recently where a board did exactly what it should have done. It, 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 it had the courage to speak to its mandate. It had the courage to take down a CEO. And again, we've referenced this in the past. Sam Altman was not an equity holder. He, he, had, he had not finagled the board in any way so that he controlled all the votes, right? He's not Mark Zuckerberg. He's not Elon Musk. He doesn't have his brother on the board, any of that kind of crap. So he was, you know, technically... Uh, able to be fired. This appears to be a case where the the board did the right thing for humanity, but uh, but nobody seemed to care. The immediate backlash, no, uh, 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 the, the whole culture immediately had, was against this decision. It seems. I actually think the backlash yeah. is not even about the board themselves. Mm-hmm. It's about the. It it is like the gre- inherently greedy VCE tech bro nature of the, the the organisms that are created out there because if this board does the right thing microsoft does the right thing for them they do sure. they are profit maximizing they yeah. immediately go out and say we will take the entire team we will wall garden them and the governance structure goes from being a vague group of people in a fake nonprofit nonprofit with a mission that like apparently four people have a tremendous amount of control of the outcomes in this company to Reed Hoffman's on the board. Satya Nadella is, uh, you know, they're big tech. They're, they're mm-hmm. Microsoft. This is yeah. like what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They, they can buy a company for $10 billion that should have cost them $90 billion and they immediately do it because that's the smart play. And what everyone freaks out about, even Musk's tweet betrays this. Mm-hmm. Microsoft got them. It's yeah. not, it's not the problem. If, if X had bought them, Right. Like if if it was Musk himself who bought these people and brought them into his AI company, do you think he would have had a problem with it? No. No. The problem is everyone's yeah. now like, fuck, Microsoft got them. Yeah. Because now remember, they're all it was, gone. They're all there. Because remember, it was Elon Musk who called for a pause in the, yeah, the he, AI world. But, but, it, but, we, but everyone and his knew. his pause was so he could build his own yes, AI company. Yes. To further his. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely right. But let me leave you on this and we can talk about this. Um the man who we're supposing is the chief architect of getting rid of Sam, Sam Altman to preserve OpenAI was one of its co-founders and chief scientist Ilya Sutskever. I should I I always say I'm yeah, going to learn Sutskever. how to pronounce names and I never do. Yeah, he had this uh, post this morning. This tweet, he said, uh, "I deeply regret." my participation in the board's actions. I never intended to harm OpenAI. I love everything we built together and I will do everything I can to reunite the company. But Matt, I don't know how you read this, but here's how I read this. I don't read this that he think he did the wrong thing. I think that what I'm reading this as someone who was not a natural born leader, not a natural born CEO who didn't, didn't, play that 3D chess you were talking about in yeah, Star Wars yeah. accurately and realize that this this could unravel this amazing thing that he has helped to build 
He didn't foresee how the employees would react. He didn't foresee the hissy fit that would come out of Brockman and Altman. And he's he is regretting that it unraveled this way. But I assure you, he's not regretting the actual intellectual decision to fire the CEO who is now looking for like, you know, uh, was. Well, it's the realization that yeah. the thing that mattered most to him, the, that AI has guardrails, like the super alignment team that he put together, mm-hmm. that his conversation about like, this isn't about profit maximization. We have mission drift happening. Like that seemed to be by all, by, by all the quotes that I've seen about him, that seemed to be consistent for him. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. it's the, it's the realization that like re- all the, that stuff that he that he cared about mm-hmm. will disappear in an instant yeah. if people aren't individually incentivized by profit, right? right like because he, he's be- like, yeah, he's, I can't. I think he can't believe that 500 of the 700 employees would quit a place that whose mission was to better humanity. Like I think he can't believe that because once again it, we're on this like CEO founder fetish thing right because as you you started off the show by calling Sam Altman basically the face of of AI mm-hmm. and that's what you have here is a cult of personality because there is no reason maybe 30 people leave sure you know they're enticed by working for Microsoft Five. 500 out of 700 because because there is clearly a cult of personality going on over there with Sam 500. Altman, right I guarantee he's just 8,000 times more charismatic than Ilya. And that's the end of the story. Cause, cause this is, this is just the, the nature of these things. I, it, yeah. I mean, my, my sad, cynical, pessimistic takeaway is this, is that finally you see a, a board or just somebody doing the right thing. And it means nothing like it. Yeah. I saw, so in, I, in fact, two, it might actually, it might actually turn out to be a, a an even worse. worse thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have two takeaways and one prediction to end this show. My two takeaways are a baller move by Microsoft uh, buying I, a ninety whatever, billion dollar company for ten billion dollars. Okay, but sure, but again, but to my point, Matt, look, they, but they could have swallowed that ten billion if it failed. It doesn't matter. Like, there's no risk for companies just, of that size. I'm just, I, I know there's course, no risk. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. still a baller move. Okay, you still look sure. at it and you say, like, yeah. look, they they Great. saw an opportunity. Great. And, and it, if it wasn't Microsoft, Microsoft recognized that somebody else was going to do it anyway, right? Like yeah. that's the nature of this the game theory sure, profit maximization. So shrewd, follow, kudos. Shrewd to them shrewd mm-hmm. smart uh, thinking right there yeah. also the board at OpenAI did probably in all likelihood by all accounts the absolute right thing it, they did it exactly would appear as if monday morning to do yeah, i'm sure we're going to learn this afternoon that that actually you know something i, I don't know that Ilya was like burning you know people's toes in the bathroom and <laughs> but whatever i mean, uh, it would appear that they absolutely did the right thing and this is our like our hero board for the moment and here's my prediction. Oh, oh if, yeah. If the board wants to follow through on doing the right thing, and I don't mm-hmm. know what the covenants are, I don't know what the nature of the license agreements are, they need to immediately terminate any license ab- ability to Microsoft. They kill all contracts with Microsoft. They have to, because they know that everything that they built is effectively being going to be poached by Microsoft. And if they want, if their mission is guardrails around humanity for this technology Mm -hmm. and Microsoft mission is profit maximization, they have to follow their mission by terminating what they're doing with Microsoft and protecting the IP force Altman and the team to rebuild from scratch and not using their existing architecture. If they don't, 
Yeah. Let's not forget that Sam Altman was not one of the original co-founders of OpenAI, too. He, no, he was, he's Y Combinator. He's the president of Y Combinator. He's one of the initial board members, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that, that he, that, again, like with this this CEO founder fetish age that we live in, that he has, was able to kind of become the face of this is just remarkable. I mean, it really is a remarkable story that leaves me feel even more depressed, I guess. Let's end there. <laughs> Pure depression. That was exhausting. I'm exhausted. That's Damian Rollis. I am your analyst hole, Matt Muscardi. We are free float. If you want more stuff, we're gonna we have a show, a proxy show. Yeah. We're launching. We'll we'll tease some of that on Wednesday. We're gonna drop pieces of it into this channel Wednesday, but look out for that coming soon. We got our woke Wednesday show, we got our Friday we show. Got too much. Also, we are raising capital. So oh, yeah. if you you want a piece of this action and i don't mean this show that i mean like the data the analytics the real action behind the action send us a shout out otherwise more to come on this most likely and hopefully we'll never cover it again until oh, later sure. goodbye <laughs>